Good morning. It's October 24th, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. Today's title is, No, He Didn't. Were those 18 who died when the tower in Siloam fell on them, do you think they were more guilty than all the others living in Jerusalem? I tell you no, but unless you repent, you too will all perish. Luke 13, 4-5, NIV. Recently, an acquaintance of mine related a horrific story. While she was speaking with a friend on the phone, she actually overheard the friend's murder during an attempted carjacking. Apparently, the woman who died was extremely well thought of by everyone who had ever had contact with her. She had a devoted husband, loving children, neighbors and friends who adored her, and a history of charitable work that would impress Mother Teresa. She was killed by a group of teens, evidently completely lacking in a sense of right and wrong, who incredibly struck again elsewhere the following day, which eventually led to their capture. My friend remarked at the end of her narration that she just didn't understand why God would take a person like that. It just makes no sense. Indeed, there are senseless tragedies that happen in our fallen world every minute of every day. In fact, one of the most famous books of the 20th century, Rabbi Harold Kushner's Why Bad Things Happen to Good People, sought to address this very issue. His conclusion had more to do with the tapestry of God's overall plan and our inability to see it, as he does. While it's true that God has a plan for good for those who love him, and we may not be able to see it in the midst of tragedy, that does not mean that he caused the tragedy. Jeremiah 29, 11. So when my friend asks why God would take a person like her, my answer is, no, he didn't. While this discussion can lead one down a serious theological rabbit hole, since Job acknowledged that the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away, only those adherents of theological determinism believe that every single event is orchestrated by God. When we try to make sense of tragedy in terms of our faith, we must first remember the nature of God and one simple truth— God is love, Ephesians 2, 4, 1 John 4, 7. Yes, God is omnipotent, and yes, God has power over life and death. But we live in a fallen world since the first man rebelled against him, and Satan has dominion over the earth. When bad things happen, it's just not theologically sound to blame a loving God who wants more than anything to bring us into a relationship with him, John three sixteen, John 1, 10 through 13, Romans 5, 8. Hebrews 11.6. When someone asked Jesus if the 18 who died when the tower fell in Siloam were worse sinners than others, and thus were taken, he answered essentially that their deaths were accidental. When Jesus healed the man born blind and was asked who had sinned to cause this, the man himself or his parents, Jesus responded that no one had sinned. His blindness only served as an opportunity for the mighty power of God to be displayed in the healing. John 9, 2-3. Paul explains in his letter to the Romans that God works everything together for good for those who love him, Romans 8.28. When your son-in-law gets lymphoma, when your dad dies of Parkinson's, when your teenager dies in a car wreck, when you lose your pregnancy, when your spouse dies of pancreatic cancer, thinking that God is responsible for it is exactly what Satan wants. How better to have you turn on your Creator than to make you believe he's responsible for the worst thing that has ever happened to you. Next time someone asks why God took someone away in a senseless tragedy, you might remember 
that to believe God did that is, in fact, senseless itself. God is so personally in love with you that to believe he would purposefully hurt you is scripture turned upside down. Don't believe it. Did he kill your loved one? No, he didn't. I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 8, 38-39 Father God, we love you because you first loved us. No thought of you taking anyone too soon makes any sense, Lord. We know of your unfailing love and turn to you as a source of refuge in tragedy, not as the source of the tragedy. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.